Hello, my friend. Welcome to today's podcast episode. And today we're going to be talking about how to realistically live in a way that is in sync with your cycle. I know when a lot of ladies hear about cycle syncing, learning to live in sync with your cycle, making changes that are supportive of each phase that you are in, I I always hear back like that is not realistic for me in whatever reason, whether it's because of not being in control of variables in your life. And I get it. I am a mom. I'm also um, a working mom. I'm an entrepreneur. So there are variables in my life that are controllable. And there's also other areas of my life that are not in my control. And I think any of us can relate to that. So today's episode, I hope I bring to you some hindsight and insight on how to realistically live in sync with your cycle. There are some people that I follow on Instagram or when I am doing my own reading and researching of living in sync with your cycle, there are times too where I'm like, that is not practical. That is not practical for me in this season of life. And I have heard that time and time and time again, as I have introduced living in sync with your cycle to a lot of ladies, but really, and I went to some of the members of the Feminine Edge Collective about what makes my method and how I teach and see living in sync with your cycle different in a way where it feels realistic, right? And the biggest one that came back was first, knowing it's a tool for awareness, not restriction. So with living in sync with your cycle, what I love about this and how it really changed my life was understanding the different phases of our cycles, understanding what is going on from a biological level. And then using that insight to optimize, optimize what it is that I am working towards, optimize an understanding of myself, because there are definitely days where I feel more creative. There are definitely days where I feel like I've got it all together. There are days where I feel like I go through an entire to-do list and I get through all of the things and then at the end of the day, I still feel like I have energy left over. But on the flip side, there were times where I was like, I'm going through this regular day-to-day. How come I'm feeling a little bit more tired? How come I'm feeling not as creative? How come I'm feeling like I don't have anything to say? And then I would let those days really knock me down. I would let those days really dictate like, oh, I'm not really good at this or or whatever it is. But now I use it as a tool for understanding. So I now have a better understanding of why maybe during that workout, I didn't have the energy to go the full 45 minutes. If I am not craving certain things or why certain things don't sound good. I now have a better understanding of my biology, but also this can be taught in a very restrictive way where ladies are sharing, oh, if you're in this phase, don't do that. If you're in that phase, don't do this. And I, I typically 
don't operate in that way. For example, some of the entrepreneurs that I've heard teach on living like cycle syncing is they don't do podcast recording or interviews or anything like that if they're not in ovulation phase. Well, I have had some really great interviews and the person interviewing me has only a certain amount of time or days that they could record or they want to have it come out. So I'm not going to be like, oh, can we wait till my next ovulation phase? Because also with other variables of being a mom, if I put it off until ovulation, there might be a snow day. Somebody might get sick. Whatever it is, I just really don't operate in that sense of it being a restriction. You know, if we're going out to eat and, you know, a stir fry sounds good or, you know, fish tacos sound good and it's not right for that phase, I'm not gonna not have that or choose that or make that, right? But I can use it as a tool for better understanding. So I think my first tip with realistic cycle thinking is just knowing what phase you are in and becoming aware of that week by week. You know, unless you are really trying to conceive and that's a whole different topic and not one that I tend to talk about, but you don't need to know what exact day you are on in your cycle to be living in sync and operating in this cyclical way, I just advise my members of the Feminine Edge Collective and also follow this principle myself of what phase am I going to be in the majority of the week? And then start to become aware of mood, energy, emotion, and feeling, giving some hindsight. So when I started doing this, I was like, okay, I know if I am my period is expected to be on a Wednesday. I am just going to treat that full week as if it is menstrual week. And I'm just going to have that type of mindset of like menstrual because just like the seasons of the weather changes, the rhythms of your hormonal blueprint don't just start and stop. They really flow into each other. Just like in fall, there are going to be some days that feel like winter and there are going to be some days that are like hot like summer. And just like our body in luteal phase, there are going to be some days that feel like ovulation and some days that kind of feel like menstrual and you're like, why am I so tired today? But it's just a sense of self-awareness. And then once you snag that self-awareness, then you can start learning how to optimize, optimize your time, optimize your energy. That is one of the biggest things that I think cycle thinking brought to me was understanding my mood and energy understand and then giving grace for me and not using it as like a crutch where oh I can be a jerk to my family or impatient with my family because I'm in this phase it gave me hindsight of like no I really don't feel like this all the time that's how I really started becoming aware of my PMDD when it was really bad was I would have these really bad days and my brain would tell me that I felt like that all of the time. So I started to put a blue dot like on my calendar when I could see like a monthly spread. If I had a really bad mental and emotional day, I would put a blue dot on that day. And then after a while, I visibly saw 
majority of my bad days were like five-ish days out from my period. And with that hindsight, I can give others more grace. I can give myself more grace. I now can create a new narrative in my brain of like, no, I, I don't feel like this majority of the time. You know, there are things going on that this is red flags for my hormones. And as I saw those red flags, I started to figure out, hmm, what is causing those red flags for me? It was a progesterone thing. So I started doing things to support that element for me. And that is where I found when I started working in that way. Now, yeah, I have lower energy days or lower lower emotional days, but I haven't put a blue dot on my calendar for like a long time. And they're going to happen because everybody has bad days, whether it's hormone related or not, right? Like sleep could, sleep deprivation could cause a bad day. Life circumstances could cause a really bad day. Emotional stress could cause a really bad day. Overworking, burnout could cause a really bad day. It's not just always hormone related, right? But this gave me a realistic way of a better understanding like, oh, I understand why now after I get my period, I start feeling like myself again, higher energy, lower cravings, because I know estrogen and testosterone are on the rise, right? And then I I just have that better understanding. I have awareness of what is happening biologically in each phase. And with that, I understand how that affects me. And then I was like, okay, well, if I'm feeling this way, that is a red flag. If that's a red flag, what can I do to help support that? And then with each cycle changes, I'm like, oh, I'm noticing this is getting better. And if it wasn't, then I would start trying something else that would be supportive for my body. It's a better understanding of my body. I talked about this time and time again when I first learned about cycle thinking from Elisa Vitti and, and whatnot. It was because I was postpartum with my second and he wasn't just a newborn. I was not losing the weight after a year of having him and I worked out relative, well, I worked out a lot, ate relatively healthy and was like, what is going on with my body? I feel like I don't know my body. I feel like I'm fighting to lose weight. There's got to be a better way to understand my body. And this was it. This is a better understanding of your body. And when you start to intimately know your body, you can trust that when you try something, you'll pay attention to how your body is responsive to that and be realistic. Be realistic with yourself. So with focusing on things that will support your hormones, not hinder, that is a way that I teach heavily in the living in sync method is I am not all about if you want to support your hormones, don't do this. Cut that out. Stop doing this. This is hormone harming. I always like to teach in the way of this is very supportive of your hormones. And I feel like that even in health and fitness and nutrition, that really is a better way for long lasting, impactful change than saying, you need to cut out the processed carbs. You need to cut out the sugar. You need to cut out this. You know, I explained to the ladies why it is so important and so good for you to, and what a positive impact it's going to have for your body, your mood, your energy, your emotion, your digestion, and your hormones. If you focus on eating raw, whole food, 
fruits and vegetables primarily during follicular and ovulation phase and why that has a positive benefit on their body. So when I'm teaching and presenting in that way, at least for me and the ones that have communicated back to me, they have said, I am more motivated to incorporate those types of things because it was taught in a positive light. And this came to my awareness when, and I'm not going to call out the people, but I was learning from one health professional and one registered dietitian. And the registered dietitian, she taught in a way that made your mouth water to eat vegetables. Like if you watched a veg- her talking about vegetables, you were, were like, oh my gosh, that is delicious. I'm excited for this. I want, like, I want that. I now have a better understanding of this is going to taste good. This is how you cook. It's not just plain, bland, and boring. And the other health professional taught in a kind of critical and deteriorating approach. And I was like, I'm somebody who relatively likes healthy food and you're making me feel ashamed of eating some things in a certain way, even if it is in moderation. And I was just like, ick, like that made me not want to follow her advice. It made me want to go back to the person who did it in an exciting way and did it in an educational, but also understanding, kind and compassionate and exciting type of way, right? And so focus it, that's the the thing I'm trying to highlight here is focus on the things that will support your hormones, thinking about what you can add and enhance into your everyday routine that is going to be supportive instead of thinking of, I can't, I can't have this, I shouldn't have that, blah, 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 blah. And then I really hit this home already, but I think that the best part about living in sync with your cycle in a realistic way is just the personal self-discovery that you have. Because even with me learning from myself, well, myself has been the biggest impact of this, but I learn from a lot of different hormone specialists hormone doctors, not just, I know some people read just Elisa Vitti's book and it is great. I am like, that is such a great book, but it is not the end all. And I have gone on to learn from a lot of other experts and some of the things that they say that, that have been projected as like, don't do this, do that, blah, blah, blah type of way. That doesn't work for me. For example, me in late luteal, and even into menstrual, being social is good for me. And typical cycle thinking, typical methods say be social during follicular ovulation. But what I found is, is if I isolated during late luteal and menstrual phase, it gave me more time to be annoyed. <laughs> if I'm being honest, it gave me more time to be annoyed with myself, to sit and sulk in the thoughts that I was having. But when we had things socially and things that got me out of my rhythm and routine and added a little bit of fun into our everyday, I felt like those phases went or that week went much better for me than just sitting at home and not doing anything and not being social. I also have a, another friend of mine and member of the Feminine Edge Collective who has total kind of a flip-flop when it comes to focus and creativity. Her focus and creativity is totally opposite of what mine is. 
And hers isn't necessarily like in that phase, but it's what she noticed was a rhythm for her body. So it was self-discovery for her. She didn't have to start feeling really frustrated about not being extremely focused or extremely creative in that particular phase because she started to have this realization of like for her it came at a different time within her cycle so if you are wanting to learn how to live in this cyclical way in a way that is going to work for you in a way that is realistic what I would encourage you to do is to take those steps to learning about each phase, what's going on in each phase, and what is supportive for each phase. I have a ton of podcast episodes on this, but it is also something that is in my Living in Sync method, which is in the Feminine Edge community. That is the basis and the foundation of me teaching, okay, this is what phase you're in, this is what's supportive for that phase. I have an exercise in the Feminine Edge Collective that is a weekly reflection and a weekly intention. It could take three minutes, it could take you longer depending on how detailed you want it to be, but that is how you start gaining the hindsight and insight of how your hormones are affecting you instead of going through the day-to-day and being like, I wonder why I feel this way. I wonder why I'm not really feeling like working out today. I wonder why I couldn't lift as much. I don't, I wonder why I didn't really have the energy for that. I wonder why I'm a little bit more impatient with my kids. I wonder, gosh, it's just so weird. This is irritating me this week. And instead of wondering if it is a fluke or if it really is something that is something you need to address using your cycle as your guide could be very beneficial to having a deeper sense of self-discovery. So I would love to invite you into the Feminine Edge Collective. A lot of the resources that you are looking for if you enjoyed this episode are already in there. We've got more things to come later on in the year. And it's just a really cool space and place. You get a private podcast. So even if you if you think like, I don't have the time to sit down and do the classes, just as easy as you are listening to this podcast episode is how the content can be as easy and effortless for you to consume. And a lot of bonus stuff is going on in there as well. So come on into the Feminine Edge Collective if this is something you want to start learning about. We will be closing out founding member come June. So you still have a couple months to lock in that founding member pricing. Feminine Edge Collective has been open for almost a year now, and I'm so grateful to those of you ladies who were in there from the beginning and are still in there learning and refining and navigating this with me. I love learning how I can support you even more. So come on into the Feminine Edge Collective. Thank you so much for listening today, and I'll talk to you in my next episode. 
Thank you so much for listening today, my friend. And if you loved this episode, before you go, can you share it with a friend or leave a rating and review? It's a small gesture that means a lot to me and helps the podcast reach even more ladies who are wanting to live in sync in a well-rounded way with their life using their cycle as their guide. If you want to see more of the day-to-day stuff in my life, come on over to my Instagram. It's just my name, Joelle Cease. I will leave anything and everything mentioned in the podcast detailed in the show notes. So don't forget to check those out. Thanks again. And I will catch you next time.